0: Okay, Jotham, so I kind of hinted at it last week, um, obviously going to the Cotton Bowl around January 1st, 2015. Um, hey, that was a very exciting game. I was in Texas, but you want to know what happened, I think, about four or five days later?
1: Really? The same same time frame?
0: Yeah. Hey, I- I'm, I'm starting right where I left off.
1: Oh, okay. Well, what
0: happened? Hey, I mean, bowl season... It's kind of right before, you know, the NFL playoffs. And it's funny because obviously went to the Cotton Bowl, AT&T Stadium. Uh-huh. Four days later, Cowboys-Lions. Oh, no. This one may be a little bit painful because, oh, we were so close. We were so close. But, hey, that that's a little foreshadowing to the end. But, yeah, as I said, Cowboys-Lions about four days after, I think on January 5th, 2015, and it was perfect timing. I was in Texas for the Cotton Bowl, and then right after the matchup got released that the Cowboys were playing the Lions at home in AT&T Stadium, so um, I remember, I think the craziest part was that I, I only came down for, um obviously around Christmas time and for um, the Cotton Bowl, obviously, and uh, I was supposed to leave probably the day or two after. So the Cotton Bowl was on a Thursday, the 1st, and then I was supposed to leave that Sunday, the the fourth, um, but uh, I was actually I was able to stay down there. And actually, after we we saw the matchup released, and it was really cool because at the stadium, at the Cotton Bowl Stadium, they were giving out some uh, t- playoff T-shirts. Um, this is I, I have a lot of random memorabilia, but this one is quite random as well. I have a Cowboys and Lions playoff shirt i I would have never thought I don't like the cowboys whatsoever, but I do have a cowboy shirt. I will admit it let me
1: that is well, random.
0: It is very random, but hey i I had to you know uh get the memory I had to keep the memory um for this story time, especially you know I knew I knew I was gonna be telling the story one day, and here I am. I had to get the shirt out um <laughs> no no, I'm kidding, but um yeah, uh it was about three days after I was supposed to leave. But then the matchup got released, and we were able to find tickets, and these tickets were pretty up high, but nonetheless, it was pretty cool, because, um, I went with my dad, I think my, uh, my grandpa had left, um, uh, uh, back, um, out of Texas, um, so, uh, it was just me, and my dad, and, um, my dad actually invited a few of his work friends, um, who also got tickets next to us. So we we went with his uh his work friends, and uh, I remember it was interesting because I I mentioned this last time, but Arlington is not a big city. Obviously, the Cowboys don't play in Dallas like Dallas Dallas Cowboys, but they play in Arlington. So it's a, a little small town. I remember before, I I think we we stopped. Maybe five or probably five, ten minutes uh, away from the stadium at, like, uh, this restaurant area, I think. It was packed, so we had to go to multiple restaurants. I think we had to go to Buffalo Wild Wings to see if they had any seats. They had no seats, obviously, because, you know, people are partying before the game, uh, annoying Cowboys fans. But um, then we, uh, we managed to go to Olive Garden, which is the most random pregame meal before a playoff game, you usually you think you're going to a sports bar with you know TVs. No, we, we sat down. We got some Olive Garden before before the 2014-2015 wild card playoff game, which is very very interesting. I mean, hey, um, it's it's funny. It is funny, but before that, real quickly, I I just remembered this because I remember waking up before the before like in the morning. Obviously, I remember waking up, turning on the TV, and they. Every single analyst, I think it was, the game was on NBC. I can't really remember, maybe CBS. Um, uh, every single analyst picked the Cowboys. Every <laughs> single analyst picked the Cowboys.
1: The disrespect was real, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and I, uh, my dad and I were like, "Hey, let us let, prove them wrong." And so close. Um, but back to Olive Garden. Yeah, we had Olive Garden before the game, and um, like I said, we stopped 5 uh, uh, five ten minutes outside of uh, the stadium. And mm-hmm. this this was obviously to save money for parking, because I guarantee that playoff parking is ridiculous. So they, they were doing, like, buses back and forth from this little uh, restaurant area. So people could, you know, eat and then hop on the bus and then go to the stadium free if basically charged, basically. And I just remember... After eating Olive Garden, we went back onto the bus, and that bus was so annoying. All the Cowboys fans talking stuff. It was it was annoying. Cowboys fans don't like you at all. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, we took the bus. That was pretty annoying, and uh, we got to um, the stadium, walked in. I'm telling you, one day you have to get to at and Stadium because walking in there, it's, it, it blows my mind. It, it really does. It, I, I can't. I've never seen a stadium that big or been inside of a stadium that big. It is insane from the jumbotron to the roof. It's crazy. And, um, so after going in, uh, I can't remember if we got that shirt, this shirt, um, after the Cotton Bowl or, uh, before the game. Nonetheless, we walked around a little bit and then we got to our seats and it it took like 15 minutes to get up, get up to our seats. We're sitting up in, uh, around the nosebleeds. And, um, it was, it was interesting because, um, it, it it's so high up there if you're if you're scared of heights it's going to be a tough walk up there because you have to go flight after flight after flight the stadium is so massive but well, uh, eventually we got to our seats and it's almost like we needed binoculars
1: yeah I, I i mean that is that was your second time walking in the stadium so i could imagine like the first time was like whoa the second time it's like okay this is really real this is this place is consistently huge gigantic enormous
0: yeah, it's 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 literally mind-blowing like I say, you need to get in there because it is wild Um, But I just remember the pregame I would I wouldn't even say ceremony But when you go to a game they usually show this like hyped up like video uh To get the fans hyped up and riled up and you know the players like a, a hype video essentially and it was so annoying because you know how the Cowboys motto is America's team and whatnot. So stupid. And I just remember they, they had this stupid montage of... Um, it was like a video. Someone was narrating it. And then it was like, uh, California. And then there's like a Cowboys logo with a person saying, go Cowboys. And then, uh, let's say, Florida, go Cowboys. So they were going state by state saying, go Cowboys, to like say that it's America's team. So disgusting, dude. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. How much did you pay those people? <laughs> Question. Did they dare do somebody from Michigan? I don't remember. But if oh. they did, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. If they, I would not be surprised whatsoever if they did. Oh my gosh, that was it was so obnoxious. And then obviously, you know their their motto, "We Dem Boys." They kept on playing that song. Oh my gosh, it was so annoying. Um, and then the game finally, you know, started to get going. Um, the Lions overall, they played a fantastic game. They really did. They 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 did everything to win that game. Uh, I'm not even going to really talk about it because obviously Matthew Stafford was going off and Sue's last game. And that's funny because I don't think many people knew if and Suh was actually going to be playing this game. Because if you remember, I think the week or two before, he did the discount double step on Aaron Rodgers. Remember how uh, he stomped on him, basically?
1: Yeah, I, I remember that. I didn't know it was that late in the season.
0: Yeah, so I think they kind of flirted with the idea of um, suspending him. Instead, they find him like 70K. So um he was he was playing which was really big for the Lions and I know it was it was definitely big for the Lions defense um playing against you know Tony Romo and um it was it was it was a pretty exciting game all the way up until I think the fourth quarter where uh, something very infamous happened that still pains me to see and uh it was it was going so well i was so confident i knew that the the lions really had a fantastic shot at winning the game they were doing everything right matthew stafford was going crazy everyone was playing so well and then the infamous no pass interference it's so stupid um if you guys haven't seen the play you can look it up cowboys lions pass interference so um (sighs) <sighs> where where should I go? I think it was around the fifty yard line. The Lions, I I and I can still see it in my memory today. I really can still see it, and it was funny because we were sitting on, I believe, similar to where I explained we sat um, for the Baylor game. So we were sitting. If you center, if you center the logo, yeah, we were sitting left and up. So like the corner of um, almost diagonal from the left post of uh the the you know the 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 field goal like
1: say like say this is a football field yep are you talking like
0: uh go down go down and that the bottom corner right and the end zone is on that right end oh okay yeah so um we were sitting there so the lines were driving down to the opposite end so we we were watching basically matthew stafford throwing um towards that end zone so we were behind him Right, okay, So, so we,
1: the Lions were driving away from you. Yes,
0: and we were. We had the perfect angle of it too. Um, um, and Matthew Stafford, he was going up for a pass, I think around the 50-yard line, threw it down to maybe like the 35, 40, uh, maybe even 25. I can't remember. I don't care to remember either. Um, yeah. And then I, I believe it was Hitchens um, who plays for um, the Kansas City Chiefs, who has played a really, really big role in their defense this season, Hitchens. And um, I, uh, maybe it was to Pettigrew, I can't remember who the throw um, was to, but I remember Hitchens, instead of playing defense, he decided to run full force into the wide receiver, head not even turned around to the ball, clear pass interference, and the, and they called pass, or, pass interference, which would have they set up... Back Yes, there was. They threw the flag, and it was it was it was clear pass interference. Everyone in the entire stadium knew it was pass interference. The Lions fans are going crazy, my dad and I are going crazy. And then, what 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 happens for the Lions and the, and the refs' fiasco? The refs decided to pick up the flag and say there was no pass interference. And that's not even it. You know what else that they should have flagged? After after they called pass interference, Des Bryant came on the field without a helmet, not even in the game. The, the, the defense is on the field for the Cowboys. And Des Bryant comes on the field with, without a helmet to argue with the ref. No penalty for that either. So not only do the Lions get screwed by no pass interference, now they have the ball at the 50-yard line, right? And oh. and they have to punt it away. And after that. The entire game goes downhill. It really does. The entire game just went downhill for the Lions. The Lions ultimately ended up punting. And then the Cowboys came down the field. And this is where it gets r- ridiculous. This is why I say I hate, I absolutely hate Cowboys fans and any any Texas fans uh, for that matter. Because what happened was the, the the Cowboys fan in front of us, what he decided to do he decided, I can't. I think he was probably wearing a Dez Bryant jersey, but what he did, he took off his jersey, right? He took off his jersey while the Cowboys were, I think, on, on the five-yard line. He took off his jersey, turned around, faced towards us with the jersey in our faces, and he said, Oh, we're going to score. I don't even need to watch. Eventually, they scored, but how disrespectful is that? Dude took off his jersey, showed it to us, and didn't even watch the game.
1: that's sad bro that is that, did he show it did he put it in your face or your dad's face or your, I mean, whoever we
0: were sitting next to each other so it's basically like in the middle he was like turned around oh. turned around didn't even face towards the field he's like oh we're gonna score
1: dang that's disrespect okay see there's boundaries <laughs> to now me personally I, i'm a nice guy i'll i'll have sympathy for other fans But I know there's people that are absolutely just heartless and ruthless (laughs) with their sports teams. And like you said with Cowboys, holding up a jersey in front of a kid. So obnoxious.
0: I was 10 years old. 10 years old.
1: (laughs) Just a kid. Oh, my goodness. How low do you got to go to do that to a kid? It's like, welcome to the NFL, little one. Like, bro. Ridiculous.
0: Ridiculous. That's why I dislike Cowboys fans. And then ultimately, Tony Romo drove down the field and they, they ended up scoring basically the game winning touchdown and the Lions lose a heartbreaker off of a terrible call, a terrible pass interference, no call. They, and it hurts so much because they initially called it pass interference, rightfully, and then they pick up the flag saying no pass interference. And I remember that. I still can picture that in my mind today, that pass interference, and then them picking up, picking up the flag and then announcing to the entire stadium that there was no flag on the play, and then the entire stadium goes wild, and that ends up with the Cowboys winning. But the week before, I was crying tears of joy. The week after... Dude, I was I was so sad. I was crying in the stands, dude. I, my 10-year-old self was so so sad that I just witnessed the Lions lose when they should have won. They should have won. They had it. They had it, and they end up blowing it, and, you know, that's why I dislike refs. That's why the refs are terrible. That's why I don't know why they always go against the Lions, but uh, it's, it's so unfortunate. That's the last time I've really... Had that much excitement for a Lions team and a, a, obviously a playoff team who had a chance, a chance. I believe if they won, they would have gone on to Seattle. Obviously, the the Cowboys did get their karma that Des Bryant no catch, no no catch in um Green Bay the week after. So
1: that whole NFC playoffs was full of heartbreak. That Lions Cowboys karma,
0: ball. karma Des Bryant. <laughs>
1: and then you just mentioned Cowboys Packers. And then the Packers choked to the Seahawks and the Seahawks choked to the Patriots. It was a it was a NFC playoff of chokes that year.
0: Bro, so. and, and since the Lions haven't gotten close. I mean, they got blown out by Seattle in twenty eighteen, I believe, and um they just have not been good. They haven't and I don't know when they are, dude. It's so sad, dude. I, I was there, I witnessed that terrible, terrible. Incident and it's it's it gets even worse. I remember uh, after we left uh, We were going to take the bus back home But the buses were backed up with all the fans wanting to take them back to the the parking lot and uh, I just remember we sat for the bus for like 45 minutes while hearing We Them boys the song play over and over and over with all the Cowboys fans talking stuff outside while we were waiting for the bus
1: To a kid. I mean in a kid they even go as far as stepping into the, the next generation. That is sad. That's crazy. That is degrading. That is low heart that is dark hearted. <laughs> that is disgraceful.
0: Terrible Cowboys fans. Come on. Come on. Dude But there there was a nice fan. I do remember after I was crying in the stands, uh, um the there was a Cowboys fan that was like, It's okay. So, whoever that was, thank you. I appreciate that. But, dude, I was so heartbroken over that loss. That was such a tough loss. And then the buses ended up never coming, and we decided to walk back to the to the restaurant area where our car was parked. So, not only did I have to witness that heartbreak, but then we had to walk, like, ten minutes back <laughs> to our car. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: back when you didn't have to worry about sanitization as much as you did now.
0: That is crazy. That is crazy to think about, but... Terror, I mean, I had to tell the story. We're in the NFL playoffs right now. It's that that was probably honestly that was probably the best NFL game I had been to. Still probably will be until if I ever go to another playoff game again. Um even though it was heartbreaking, it was uh, you know, a very, very cool experience to know when just to like think about, when I'm older and I, I, I see a Lions Super Bowl with my own two eyes, I, I've been here from the from the start where we were getting terrible calls and flag pickups against us, and now we're on top, you know. So it's always a, a, a game that I can remember. And uh, unfortunately, it just went in the opposite direction in a terrible fashion.
1: So if a Detroit sports team makes it to the championship round, you're automatically saving up, saving up for tickets to that game.
0: Uh, uh, Super Bowl for the Lions, that's my main goal. If they, ma- if they make it to the Super Bowl, I, I got to go. I mean, it, it, they've never been there before, and that's my team. I've been rooting for them all of my life. I mean, it, it's funny because the last championship team that I can remember um, that I rooted for was the Tigers in 2012 when they got swept to – The Giants, oh man, dude, I've had some unlucky history. I've I've gotten there. I've been so close. And I remember uh, we talked about the Red Wings in uh, last week's uh, top of the standings. Dude, the Red Wings, and you were talking about they're in the same division now, dude. Oh my god. I remember the last time that the Red Wings... And this is this is a story that I'm about to tell right now because I've been disrespected with my teams. Obviously, we live in Chicago. We live in the Chicago land area and I'm a big Red Wings fan obviously as I've I've said oh, over and over. I remember the last matchup between the Red Wings and the Blackhawks maybe 2013-2014 and the Red Wings were up 3 to 1. 3 to 1 and they blow it. And they blow it. And I, I came to school, I was like, yes, the Red Wings are going to win it. And I was in third grade, and my teacher was a big hockey fan. I believe she was probably a big Blackhawks fan as well. Knew I was a Red Wings fan. And I, everyone was like, ooh, are you really going to beat us? I was like, yeah, we're up 3-1. And then the Red Wings lose every other game and lose 4-3 in the series. And then it's so disrespectful because the same similar thing happened where I got to school. I, I basically got laughed at someone brought you know how after teams win the Super Bowl right and they get that newspaper someone brought a Blackhawks newspaper that said moving on against the Red Wings and literally showed it to my face why why do people do that dude I can't have anything nice what did you do what did you do to deserve that <laughs> I, I I don't know man I mean ever since I was little dude I've always I've always been that weird the weird person where I I I always root against what other people are rooting for. Like, I, I never lived in Michigan, but I'm a big Red Wings fan. I obviously live in a city that kind of is a rival to Detroit, Chicago-Detroit rivalry. And uh, I've always been to going to games as a an away fan and, and getting heckled. So it really doesn't bother me too much. Um, uh, I'm used to getting heckled. I think it's kind of funny because then when they're heckling you the entire game and then you actually win the game, you can turn around and be like, you know, hey, the fans, they get into it. They they like to heckle little kids, as you can tell, like me. I've been heckled all of my life. That's why now trash talk doesn't get to me because I'm like, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Uh, and I, I kind of like, I, I think it's better when you don't say anything because when you say a lot, as we've seen Juju Smith Schuster, and then it backfires uh-huh. on you, it's even worse.
1: Oh, yeah, it's definitely bad. This is like, dude, you you, you, you you're, you're, you're exposing yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You're, like, dude, if you if you don't win, you're gonna look double. You're gonna look twice as bad. Yeah. Mm.
0: It's 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 crazy, dude. I mean, I've been heckled. I'm used to it, and that was just one of the, two two of the times that I got heckled um, for rooting for uh, a team. Um, it, it's 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 kind of sad, but like I said, I'm used to it. I'm just I'm just hoping that the Lions can get to the Super Bowl. Dan Campbell, let's go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, best of luck. Best of luck. Yeah. Um, step number one, find a way to manage Matthew Stafford. If you keep him,
0: just make sure he gets to the playoffs. If you don't, please draft a quarterback.
1: Yeah. Big goal, but that was your... Uh,
0: Wild yeah, that was weekend.
1: Your, that was, huh?
0: Yeah, it was very depressing, but definitely good to tell. <laughs>
1: What, a, what an unfortunate Uno reverse card! You beat a Texas team just to get robbed by a Texas team.
0: Could have gone two for two.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah, that was. It if it it reminded me of um when I shared my soccer story in sixth grade, how I was riding so high and then I hit a hit a, a low. Yeah. Yeah that that was that was the lowest of lows. You know, getting heckled by Cowboys fans. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now I know why it's personal with Texas. It
0: is. Uh, the week before, got uh, fans doing <laughs> in my face. Now I got fans doing this in my face. Nonetheless, I, I'm used to it. I don't, I don't care. But, hey, what, what do you got coming next week?
1: Man, you know, I'm going to have to keep it a surprise this week.
0: Oh, is it a, a, a new sport?
1: sport? Not even a little preview.
0: Mm, I like this. Is
1: it. that, that's how that's 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 how hype I am for it.
0: I like it. I like the secrecy.
1: Oh yeah. It it see when I keep stuff a secret, it's that means it's gonna be something pretty. I don't know, funny. Because you know we've had some pretty funny, pretty funny stories to tell.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent.
1: Especially when especially when you make memes out of it, like game day nachos.
0: Exactly. I was just about to mention.
1: And then there was another thing we said. I forgot. I don't have to go back and think about it. But yeah, yeah, there's there's definitely to it. But yeah, if you guys enjoyed Andrew's story time, give us that one, two, three, four, five star rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other device that you're using to stream. Top of the standings, give us a like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and give us that follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, the big three. And that was Story Time Special Number Twenty. Ooh. Holy All right. We'll see you guys next week for Top of the Standings and another story time special. Peace.